0: Hey everyone! Welcome to another episode of CBIA Bizcast. I'm Shannon King. This morning, I talked to Larry Campana, CFO of Thermax Jackets, located in West Haven. Thermax recently began manufacturing disposable medical gowns for healthcare and public safety workers during this pandemic crisis. I asked him how quickly the company was able to ramp up production, how this effort has energized their employees, and why they've decided to donate these gowns at no charge. I want to continue highlighting these incredible stories about manufacturers across the state stepping up to produce and distribute protective and medical equipment for those on the front lines of the virus fight. So if you have a story to tell, I want to hear from you. And now here's my conversation with Larry. Larry, thank you so much for talking with me this morning. How is everything?
1: Everything is Crazy—that's the only word that, that I that we can describe it. We've really, uh, we've really been working nonstop as a Thermax team for uh, what's going on three, three or four weeks now. So um, we, we've just been working nonstop. Not only have we been trying to protect our employees and keep them safe and act in their best interest, but we've we've basically. Um, uh, design, engineered, prototyped, marketed, uh, and set up the distribution system for a brand new product in uh, in days, and um, and the demand is so incredible that we haven't stopped working since. So it has just been a crazy three weeks, but uh, we every Thermax employee is encouraged and excited about about what we're doing. So. Um, So we're, we're, it's been, we've been working nonstop, but, but it's an an energizing type of work.
0: That's really, yeah, that's really great to hear, especially right now. Um, So when did you decide to shift production from, um, you guys manufacture insulation? Uh, When did you shift production from insulation to disposable medical gowns?
1: So let's see, I think it was three weeks ago, it started on a Monday, Uh, a fire chief, uh, called our owner and said, "Hey, um, you have, you've got uh, sewing machines there. Do you think you could sew us some disposable gowns?" And this was like the very don't forget how fast this coronavirus changes day to day. Oh, sure. You know, no one saw this level coming. Mm. So we, and, you know, we we were thinking, "Oh yeah, I, I guess there's a shortage of BB. Sure, we'll we'll figure that out." So we made uh, we made one gown that day and uh, gave it to the fire chief. They didn't like it. Then we made another one the next day. They didn't like that one. So we, we it took our four, uh, four prototypes until they came up with something they liked. So that was uh, two days later, we came up with our fourth prototype. We made 10 gowns, distributed it to uh, a hospital and to a fire chief. They loved them. And then by Friday of that week, so 48 hours after after um, someone uh, first wore our gown, we had 100 requests. Uh, we had a hundred different organizations putting requests for for something crazy like two thousand gowns, and uh, you know I called my friend and said and said, "Wow, the, 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 you know I, we're so excited about about being able to contribute in this way. We're so happy that we're that we're able to um, to make this work." And he's like, "Yeah, congratulations!" I said, "Yeah." The only problem is uh, we have requests for two thousand gowns, and we can make ten a day. <laughs> I said, "I said that's a real problem." And, and that's where, um, and that's where, you know, we have, we have the distribution and the marketing that our, that our owner, Brian Bannon is handling. We had the engineering and, uh, and, and the material sourcing that our our other owner, Philip Johns is handling. But, uh, I, I, if I, if I had to pick an MVP of our team, I would have to say it's Tom Saligay and our whole production team, because they took us from, from, it's only good enough if, if you can, if you can get the stuff made. So um, our production team uh, really stepped up. So we, we were able to make about 10 a day, but don't forget we hand-sew them, which is not the most efficient way of doing it, but we don't have any machine to, to fabricate these the way, the way like a real facility would. Um, so Tom, uh, our vice president of manufacturing, who, as you pointed out, is used to making insulation, uh, uh, he, he really rallied our production team and, and got it to now where we can make 400 a day. So so like that very next week we were making 400 uh, gallons a day, and now we make about 500 a day. Wow! Um, so, so I mean, that was the key. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you went from making 10 a day to making 500. What steps did you take yeah. to be? What steps did you take to be able to bump up production um, that quickly and that significantly?
1: So, well, there's a couple things. Number one is we have an industrial cutting machine. So we really put that to work uh, in a significant way. So, like, one site was kind of up and running, and um, that helped a lot. Um, but the, the, the real key was, is we said, we were not going to bring back employees faster than we could do it safely. So we put um, a safety plan together. Um, we, did, we, did, uh, we hired an OSHA um, safety um, consultant to write in a, uh, a plan that was focused on the safety um, during, you know, with coronavirus specifically. Tom created these, these plastic barriers in between people's workstations and our workstations are already pretty far apart. We put all these plans together. So um, so what we were through all these different initiatives we were able to bring more people in. We were able to train them not only on the safety procedures but also on how to make this brand new product. So yeah, those are the, those are the three big things: this bring the able to bring back the to safe the people safely, training the employees on how to uh, create the gowns efficiently, and uh, and using the cutting table. So those are the three things that Tom really put in place, and it, it, it's been amazing. And they've really been they've really been aggressive making these gowns. Uh, it's it's been pretty impressive. Yes. And then also the distribution was was no small task. Um, we had we have a sister company. uh, called Slate Pages that does asset tracking. And if we didn't have that, uh, there's just no way. And because if you think about it, uh, have you ever gotten your friends together to go to the movies? You know, just five friends to go to the movies, it takes about 15 text messages, you know, (laughs) to pick a time in a movie. So think about if you had 200 organizations uh, all calling, you know, asking about the product, where can I get it? What time can I pick it up? So we have the slate pages app that allowed us to track all the different requests, uh, who they are, how many they want, what sizes they want. Cause we just weren't like, there was no infrastructure for this, you know? So uh, thank goodness that we had that, that uh, asset to, to track all the requests and where all the gowns were going and how they were picking them up and, and all of that. So <laughs> how, yeah.
0: so how long do you guys plan on producing these medical gowns?
1: That is a great question. We have no plan. We really have only been doing this day by day. I, I suppose the answer would be uh, until until we're not needed anymore. I, we don't really have a plan. We've really been doing this day by day. Every day, in the beginning, every day our owner told us uh, what he wanted to do. And every day I thought to myself, I don't know if we can do this. Uh, so I did that for a week, but then I just started believing him. You know, <laughs> he, he was a real uh, Brian Bannon, and one, one of our owners was a real visionary here. And you know, if you if you told me on the first day that we'd be able to make five hundred a day by hand, I would I said, "There's just no way." So I, I'm only taking it day by day. We have a meeting every morning. We we say like, how many orders have we gotten? Who did we give it out to the day before? You know, how many how many more can we? Can we get? You know, what resources do we have? Who Who's available to work? Um, and and then and now, it's not just us. Now um, we've we've distributed uh, our patterns to some uh, some of our suppliers. We've distributed our patterns to other companies. We've distributed our patterns to um, um, uh, there are local uh, charity groups, charity organizations groups that are doing like. Sewing circles, but but not but like not not in a circle, and their own homes that are doing it. We call it our DIY uh, guide, so it's 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 geared towards towards people. So th- this has gotten so much bigger than just thermax. And you know, because we, we can't do it, we can't. The, the need is so much more significant than what we're doing. So so the answer is I just don't know. We're taking it day by day, and, and that's all you can do during during this crazy coronavirus. No one had a plan for this. No one knew this was going to happen. No one knew. Uh, no one knew. Uh, if, if anyone had a plan, we wouldn't have run out, right? So yeah. no, no one no one saw this coming as big as it was. And we're really just taking it a day at a time. We, we are fully in production of gowns right now. We no longer are making any insulation.
0: So where are you distributing the medical gowns right now? I mean, you said there's like hundreds of organizations you've gotten, you know, ton of purchase orders. Um, so where, mm-hmm. where primarily, well, they're
1: not really, per- they're not really purchase orders. I don't, are, can you call it a purchase order? If, if, if you don't collect any, if you're not charging for them, I'm not sure. Are you
0: guys are, is Max donating them?
1: Right. We donate all of them. Okay. So there's, no, there's no cost to it. Um, uh, for, for a lot of reasons. First of all, we don't want to slow up the process at all. Like sometimes, sometimes just, you know, getting a purchase order, you know, can take like, you know, there's a lot of administration involved. Uh, number one, number, and number, we're not doing this to make money. Like, like, and, and, and we we, 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 we wouldn't even be able to charge a fair price. It's so labor intensive the way we're doing it. So there's a lot of reasons, but really, really the reason is, is we're just doing what we know how to do to contribute to this effort. Um, uh, but to answer your question, we are almost exclusively focused on Connecticut organizations, uh, you know, because we're a Connecticut organization and because the need is here. I mean, there's a huge need here and we're, uh, uh, we are out. The, The interesting, the most interesting thing to me has not been the number of requests or the number of organizations. It's the comments people have written when they place the order and after they after they receive it, we've gotten comments from from uh, probably seventy five percent of the groups, and they just say they say uh, you know our need is so significant, like we are completely out. You have to help us, like we you know we have we have people going you know we have people uh, going into risk situations that, that need this now, and and these are people that that uh, you know in our local communities. These are not people in some. Place that you know you don't know. I mean, these people are are, are in town. I, one of the requests was from Engine Number Three in Fairfield, and that is one block away from my house. My I take my family uh, on a walk almost every day, and we pass by that firehouse. And that was I mean, we, these are people we know, right? Uh, you know, uh, Tom Salier, who I mentioned, our vice president of engineering. His wife works with a group that was using uh, these gowns. They were one of the first people to uh, to request them. So, like, the need is right here in our local community. So that's where our focus is. Yeah, that's uh, that's really incredible to
0: hear. Um, My last question for you. So it sounds like Theramax is um, working to the max on a bit of a crunch um, to make these medical gowns, which is really great. Um, But what has the company been doing to keep employee morale high at this time, especially because you are an essential business and you're making a super essential on um, protective equipment for um, medical workers and for public safety workers. So how do you keep that employee morale high during this really uncertain time?
1: Yeah, well, so so uh, so a couple of things. Is, number one, we're not forcing anyone to, to work that either doesn't feel comfortable, isn't able, has any sort of childcare issue or illness or anything. Like, we, our, our basically, our first policy was if if no no problem. If you cannot come in, or if you can work from home, work from home. If you want to come in, you can. If you can't, you like. There's just no questions asked. So uh, we are working with every employee individually to come up with a plan for working or not working, working in the production facility or not. That is best for them and their family. That was absolutely number one. And and I I think our employees uh, recognize that and appreciate that. Uh, But the number two thing is, is our employees are behind this plan. People are excited. Uh, I I think people would have been uh, uh, more demoralized, uh, you know, if we weren't working to provide first responders uh, with these gowns is people don't want to just like collect money and not work. People do want to work. Um, and, and, and I think people recognize that the work we're doing is very important and incredibly time sensitive. Uh, we, I mean, we are in in an emergency right now. This is a crisis. Um, and, uh, and our, and our first responders really do need these gowns. So our employees are energized by, uh, by our mission. People are, people are excited to be, to be doing what we're doing, even though it is tiring. You know, if, if you told me, if you told me that, you know, you could ask employees to work so, so hard, uh, for, you know, uh, for a period of time on a project that's so brand new, like a lot of times when you work on something new, it's confusing and, and, uh, you know, you need a, you need a real, uh, we have a great group of people, and they're excited to be working on something so important. So, I think that's what's keeping people energized, and the, mor- the morale is very high. I'm excited about it.
0: You sound very <laughs> and, excited uh, about it.
1: Yeah, I, I am excited about it, uh, and uh, I think, and I think my colleagues are too. So
0: that's it's awesome. Been, uh,
1: it's been a very exciting three weeks. Although I, I will, I'll be excited to make insulation again too. We, uh, we're we're good at that too. So I'll be excited when that happens too. But people are really are really happy to be doing everything we can to help. uh, What I keep telling people is we, we can't solve this problem. Um, you know, as a company, all we can do is everything we know how to do and and we know how to cut material and sew it. So that's, uh, so when, uh, when that call came in, we said, yeah, that is something we know how to do. So, um, so we're happy to be helping in, in this way.
0: For the latest COVID-19 information, visit cbia.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860-244-1900. Stay safe out there.